So welcome to episode 43 of TLC Tech Learn Coffee. I am your host along with Nancy Minicozzi. My name is Lisa Nowakowski and I'm a fifth grade teacher in South Monterey County in California. And I'm Nancy Minicozzi, an instructional tech coach in Northwest LA County, currently uh, broadcasting live from Starbucks. Yay! And just a reminder, we have a 15-minute format because ain't nobody got time for more than that. No, we don't. And so in honor of you being at Starbucks and in honor of them often spelling Micah's name wrong from what I understand, uh, here's a little fun fact. Um, so many of us have heard about the Starbucks uh, secret menu, but did you know that among many of those items is a Christmas in a cup latte? Mm -hmm. Whoa. Latte with white mocha syrup and peppermint syrup. And then if you're feeling extra festive, you can get, wait for it, chocolate whipped cream. Who knew? So today's guest is Dr. Micah Shippey. Hi. And he will be talking to us about augmented reality, also known as AR. So Micah, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, things like that? Of course. Yeah. Hi, I'm Micah Shippey. I teach uh, grade seven social studies in Syracuse, New York, where we enjoy snow days and short winter breaks. Um, I teach uh, social studies, so I'm always looking for ways to bring you know historical content to life, and I've often found emergent technology is the key for that. Excellent. So, um, what exactly is AR or augmented reality? So augmented reality is, I think, best understood as how it uh, is different than virtual reality. So virtual reality, we envision something like Google Cardboard that takes you someplace else. Uh, augmented reality adds to the place that you're in. So it literally augments your, your existing context by often three-dimensional content right in the place where you are. That is so, I, I love that. It's so interesting. Um, so what are some of the benefits of using this in your classroom? Um, you know, what do you say to people who just say it's just like, it's a toy or it's, you know, a fad or whatever? Well, I'd really like to do a little bit of screen sharing here and show you some examples and perhaps narrate over the top if everything works because you know how technology is. All right, so <laughs> I, I recently put a blog out about augmented reality and VR and, and how um, the, the need, I believe, is for them to incorporate shared experience. So for example, here's uh, a little animated GIF I created using uh, Google Expeditions. And you can see in this animated GIF th that um, the little smiley faces are actually student faces. And that's what a teacher sees in Google Cardboard uh, and Expeditions. Now that is a virtual reality experience. So students are using the cardboard at their face. They're looking at a coral reef and the teacher is directing it. Again, virtual reality taking them someplace else. Uh, Google is experimenting in the same thing with um, Expeditions AR. And if we take a look at this animated GIF, you see that students are using selfie sticks. And the selfie sticks are adding, uh, through uh, Google Tango, adding three-dimensional animated objects right into the classroom. I really like this because I think it, it retains a level of mindfulness with the learning, the setting of the learning in the classroom. And again, it's really uh, embracing that shared experience for all students where they're all looking at the exact same thing. So in terms of AR and VR, I love when they can allow the students and the teacher in the room all to be looking at the same thing and talking about what they're seeing. And um, 
I just think it's a powerful tool. Uh, that being said, I, I do think you know personal discovery and exploration of in AR and VR is really powerful. Um, but I also wanted to share with you some uh, examples in the classroom where augmented reality can really be pretty awesome. One of the classic examples is Quiver. Uh, this is Quiver. Are you seeing that okay on your screen? Yes. Okay. So Quiver is basically like a coloring book page that comes to life. So here's my volcano. I can pick it up and turn it. I can press the volcano button and take a look at the insides. And see the liquid hot magma and all that. I think it's going to blow up too. Oh, I got to keep touching it. So if I hold this button down, it's going to blow up. It's going to get really exciting in a second here. And this is all based on a, a coloring book page, which I think that's kind of a cool thing and um, a lot more approachable for students since, again, it's a coloring book. Um, aside from that, I had another couple things I wanted to share with you. Um, one of them is called um, AR Circuits. And I really think AR Circuits is attractive because it's these paper QR codes that students can uh, put together like a puzzle. And when they put the puzzle together, uh, if they do it correctly, they will turn on a light bulb. Which, you know, I think is kind of a cool thing for students to try out without the risk of getting electrocuted, right? So now well, if, I, if I take all the fun out of it. Take, I take <laughs> all the fun out of it, right. So now if I touch this little switch on my phone, it lights up the, the light because I correctly uh, closed the circuit. How's that? Pretty cool? It is really cool. So you're mentioning all these really great um, opportunities for the students to learn in class. So does Quiver cost anything? An AR circuit, clearly it, it, coming with the puzzles, it does, you know, you have to pay for the puzzles, it, it seems like. Um, well, can well, you address that? Yeah, of course. So Quiver comes in three forms. Uh, Quiver has a, uh, I'll pull this up here. So Quiver uh, EDU, you'll notice the green butterfly there on my screen. Uh, Quiver EDU is a, uh, a paid application, but there is a free one available as well. So you can try it out. Uh, AR Circuits is $1.99 for the app. Um, and I know every time as teachers we talk about costs, you know, it's, a, it's an automatic turnoff for us. But um, it's important to know what's coming. And you know, the trend historically is that over time, uh, cost will go down. Um, and you know, the technology becomes more accessible. Yes, it does. And $1.99 seems reasonable to you know, have the students not electrocute themselves. I'm sure parents yeah. would appreciate that as well. There's that. No insurance waiver <laughs> necessary. Exactly. Um, so what are some of the types of um, equipment that is needed besides the apps? Can you get this on both um, iOS and Android, or is it yeah. is one over the other? Yeah, so the products I'm sharing with you are available generally in both platforms. Um, there's been a couple of changes recently with Apple and Google both uh, developing their own augmented reality uh, platforms. So Apple has their AR kit and Google has their AR core, um, both of which are independently, divergently developing um, AR uh, applications. So it's a little bit of a bummer because it's going both ways. But you know, as a kid of the 80s, thinking about Sega and Nintendo two different ways, you know, this is something that we're all used to. Um, it's just something that we need to kind of deal with right now. Um, I'm a little bit concerned about where Google's going. Uh, Google Expeditions AR is run on the Tango platform. And the Tango platform was announced very recently. Um, it'll be canceled in March of 2018. Um, however, I, I really think that Google is recognizing the power of AR and that, again, that shared experience that we see with Expeditions. 
So I would expect that we'll see something. Now, I should be clear, that's Expeditions Augmented Reality is run on Tango. Expeditions VR, which is much more widespread, is, is run on both devices pretty easily. Excellent. Yes, my students really enjoy um, using their cardboards. Um, when, cool. Yeah. Um, so how do you recommend teachers get started with all of this? It seems like a very vast and scary rabbit hole to kind of jump into. Yeah, it, it really is. And I, th I, I like Quiver. Quiver has honestly been around for almost a decade. They renamed themselves. They used to be called Color, spelled A-R at the end. Um, and there's also coloring books. So I think for teachers as well as students, it's really approachable when you look at it as a coloring book page. Um, even um, uh, Chick-fil-A has a coloring book they were giving children out that was, uh, had a Quiver coloring book page on it that you launched through AR. Um, the fear of getting into it is usually the biggest problem for adults. Um, kids generally aren't too worried about it because they're not afraid to fail. And I think that fear of failure is uh, something as educators that we need to get over. I agree, yes. Um, and it seems with the coloring books, they're already done, so we don't have to create it. There are already learning tools out there for us yeah, um, to use. Um, uh, would allow us to create our yeah. own. Yeah, there's two platforms that I would recommend that are, that are stable and have been, one of them has been around for a long time, and that's Erasma. And Erasma has been another one that's about eight years old. I mean, people think about augmented reality as this brand new product and it's all flashy and Pokemon Go is the first time ever. It's just not true. It's been around forever. I mean, even video games with uh, heads-up displays, fighter pilots use it, you know, heads-up display where your screen has targets or whatever on it. That's augmented reality. It's been around forever. So uh, Erasma is one that uh, lets you customize targets. So think of everything in the world being a QR code everything from a $20 bill to a fire hydrant. And through Erasma, you can make uh, the phone camera trigger a YouTube video or some preloaded three-dimensional object. Uh, a more recent one that I've been playing with, it's been around for about a year, is called Metaverse. Uh, Metaverse allows you to build your own augmented reality experiences. And those can be really powerful. Uh, they can be as simple as a quiz feature with a floating like kitty or floating head, and you click on it, and it tells you what to do. Um, but it also uses um, native hardware of your phone. So through Metaverse, you can ask, if you were a, a language other than English teacher, for example, you could ask your students to find a chair using the target language. So they would look for a chair, and they would take a picture of the chair. And you can tell uh, Metaverse to do a reverse Google image search with the camera and see if that's actually a chair. So, oh, wow, that sounds neat. Yeah, and so Metaverse there, it's all free. They have a really cool platform, and um, it's not very difficult to push it out to students either. Oh, wow. These are really great, excellent um, sources, resources that you're telling us about. So for our listeners, we will have this um, in, as part of the show notes and sure. in our description as well to um, lot of information here. Um, are there any last uh, parting words that you would like to share with uh, our listeners? Sure. I have one more thing I want to show you. And if we have time, is that okay? Yes. So it's this, it's a brand new toy. It's supposed to be hot stuff. It's called uh, Merge Cube. And I think they have it at Walmart and Target. Um, I met these guys at ISTE and I was pretty stoked about their product. So I'd like to pull it up for you and show you what it does. Uh, the educational Please. applications, I think, are really powerful as well. 
So I'm, I'm pulling up my uh, merge things uh, application. And what it does is it takes this cube, it's foam. So it's not going to hurt anybody if we chuck it around. Um, and this foam cube gets read very similar to a QR code. So loading up here. All right, so I'm going to click phone mode. Notice I could do it in VR if I wanted to. We can't see your phone. You can't see right now? No, we just see your shirt. <laughs> oh. Well, maybe I should turn on my screen sharing. Let's try this. Are we on now? Yes. Okay, sweet. So I've got this foam cube, and I put it in front of uh, my phone camera, and it recognizes what I'm looking at. So here's one that is a hollow body. So if I click on it, it's going to show me a heart and how the heart works. Wow. So that's really cool. This, the one thing that's really uh, important to know is how fast it tracks. So the speed that I'm moving my hands, it's telling you that this is a really cool piece of software because it can track uh, very quickly. Um, it has uh, a couple other ones, um, like, well, this one lets me look at a little earth here. Um, they have one application that's like a Minecraft that looks like this style. Um, okay. This one, I'm not sure of the educational value, but it lets me throw meteors at it. So it's a little creepy, but, you know. Um, well, you know, you can have fun and throw meteors at things and yeah. not actually blow up the planet. That's good. Imagine that, right? Um, and then they have <laughs> other ones where the cube itself becomes um, a like a joystick. So now I'm going to fly this, this jet, right? So the jet is in this weird world, and I touch the jet, and he shoots his lasers or whatever, and I'm actually flying it by moving the cube around. So while, while you know, we look at Merge Cube as a product that's kind of, it might be a little, you know, fun. Uh, it's an idea for what's coming and how quickly things are changing in the world of augmented reality. And as with anything in education, we take things and we move to the next level, which is always fun to see where teachers can get. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that was our timer. So any last thoughts before we go? Try it out with your students. They're going to love it. And we would love to hear what your students have to say about it as well. So thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed the show, please uh, go ahead and leave a comment for us below. And let us know um, what students are feeling about um, this um, AR. Nancy? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. So join us. Please join us. We're going to be, our next broadcast will be on Tuesday, January 2nd. Um, because, you know, January 1st. Uh, our guest will be Ari Flueling, who will be talking about work-life balance and how to correctly pronounce her last name in case I messed it up. Um, please don't forget to subscribe to hear more about easy ways for you to innovate in your classroom. Remember, we are always looking for guests to share the great things they're doing in their classrooms. So if you know someone who fits the bill, or if you'd like to be a guest, please visit tlc.ninja and complete the contact form to let us know. Thank you, Micah, for being our guest today. Thanks we wish, go, I'm sorry, go ahead. Thanks for having me. Oh, it was so much fun. And we wish all our listeners a joyous holiday season and a very happy 2018. Thank you everyone for listening. See you next year, folks. Yeah, I know.
I think it's wonderful. Thing. Well, at least my internet's lagging at the very end. <laughs>